So as we speak, and as we sit here in this radio studio, um, there are thousands of people that are on the road or waiting at an airport to try and evacuate from, well, now we've got two major wildfire situations in Western Canada. We got the one in BC, as we've talked about, and uh, the one in the Northwest Territories as well. Thousand uh, people evacuated by air to Edmonton or Calgary out of the Northwest Territories yesterday. Many more, as you heard from Jamie Dahl, waiting at the airport this morning. Uh, one of the evacuees, Debbie Delancey, says this this whole situation is just surreal. I used to work for the gov- the territorial government. I actually used to be in charge of emergency management, so I you know I know a little bit about what goes into planning. But nobody envisioned an event of this scale. Um, and it, it was just, and it's still really stressful. There's a lot of people left in Yellowknife that are freaking out. Oh, I bet they are. Stress would be the operative term. There's no, I, you, I don't know, it's not avoidable, I don't think. I, I'm, I've never been through a situation like this. Like I say, personally, knock on wood, thankfully, I've never had to evacuate for any reason whatsoever. I know people who have. I have friends who live in Fort McMurray, and they had to evacuate, of course, during the fire up there. And, um, you know, just to be not only evacuated, but to be on evacuation alert where you're told, hey, listen, there's a fire that could possibly end up in your backyard, so we need you to be ready to get out of here at a moment's notice. That's got to be almost as stressful, maybe even more in some ways, and thousands and thousands of Canadians are in that position right now. We're going to speak with Dr. Kathy Keating. Uh, Dr. Keating is a registered psychologist who's actually based in Kelowna. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. Are you, so you're in Kelowna right now? I am actually in West Kelowna right now. I am one of those on evacuation alert. It's been a, a restless night, to say the very least. I can only imagine. Just tell us, I mean, what's the situation been like over, say, the last 24 hours? Like yesterday morning at this time, there was mm-hmm. uh, there was emergencies. We knew that there was danger in the mm-hmm. area, but it really escalated. What's it been like? Yeah, so they predicted it very well, actually. Yesterday, it started uh, early morning. It was quite small, but they had anticipated that the winds were going to pick up at about noon. So that's exactly what we saw from noon to say five o'clock yesterday evening it grew substantially by the time i got home from work at around three thirty, uh i mean there were the photos that i have from my own backyard were incredible and we were in pack-up mode we were getting ready to leave and some of our neighbors have left and na- neighborhoods close by have been ordered out so it was so dramatic from yesterday morning to evening and then of course overnight it's just been catastrophic to be honest yeah now that we're getting into the light of day here have you had a chance to get a reassessment this morning do we know like i mean like you're still in your home now i mean how long will that do you have any idea what the the rest of the day holds for you yet uh we're not too sure it's still very windy we don't i'm from the east coast so we're used to a lot of wind yeah. but not not at west uh where where we are in west Kelowna. it's been sustained winds here for the last 24 hours and so uh, they're expecting a shift in the direction of the wind, which we're anticipating. We're not sure if that will blow it back our way. It's actually been blowing to the east of us, uh, unfortunately, into our neighborhood to the east. But um, that's what we're looking for for the rest of the day. Uh, it, it is clear sky here uh, in terms of the we can see blue sky. There's a lot of air support uh, now that it's daylight. So they're working it so hard. But, uh, yeah, it, it's 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 
dire still, I would say. And of course, you now know that it's jumped to Kelowna and there are neighbourhoods out there as well. So it's still pretty tense here, I think, for the next the next couple of days until we get a better sense of what it is. I don't want to make light of this in any way, but it's really, it's kind of fascinating to me because we reached out to you prior to this yeah. being what it is to talk about mm-hmm. the stress of being under an evacuation alert or an evacuation order. I mean, not like I say, not to make light of it, but is this sort of like a, a lived experience opportunity? I mean, you're, you're now going through the thing that you were talking about i mean how surreal is that for you well yeah it's uh it's ironic for sure i did a story earlier this week uh maybe that was a little bit on the nose about how to prepare and how to cope and you know speaking with family of course we've had lots of people reach out and you know a little bit of a chuckle around now you have to use your own (laughs) strategies you have to (laughs) remember what you said and all those things so i've definitely been you know, revisiting all the things that I uh, talk about with my patients uh, and making sure that I'm sticking to them as closely as I can. But yeah, it, it just gives you a different perspective for sure. And, um, you know, I've had I've had patients who I actually treat a lot of first responders as well. So I've, I know a lot of firefighters and treat them and yeah, it's just it's just incredible what people go through and uh, just what they've been through over the years in Kelowna and now. So, yeah, it's a it's a totally new perspective for this psychologist for sure. Um, let's go back through some of these things because, like you say, you, you you've been pressing some of your own advice into uh, action here. But for the thousands of other people out there, I can't imagine. I mean, I'm sure there's a hierarchy of stressful events that happen in a person's mm-hmm. life. This has got to be pretty high, right? I mean, having this situation where you might be forced from your home, um, I mean, the, the stress is unavoidable. You can't avoid the stress of a situation like this, right? Yeah, for sure. And honestly, that's my first piece of advice. And to be very honest, that's what I've been telling myself for the last 24 hours. It's very reasonable to be stressed. Yeah. yeah. I think that I would be concerned if you weren't a little bit stressed. Uh, it's a very real threat. Um, of course, safety is first and foremost, but we also know, you know, there are homes and investments and pets and farmlands and businesses and so it's just so all-encompassing that it's it's really reasonable and you're right it's unavoidable you're going to have a stress response it's it's not really a question of that it's it's what do you do when when you start to experience it right how does it show up you talk about the stress response how will that sort of manifest what will people notice I mean, generally, they'll they'll be fearful and worry, right, and, and rumination about what's to come. Again, very reasonable and normal in this situation. But what a lot of people do report, and even myself, uh, like physical symptoms, right? So maybe a headache, maybe an increased heart rate, uh, sleep disturbance. I imagine not many people on the west side last night had a great sleep, yeah. myself included. Um, you know, an upset tummy, suppressed appetite, uh, you know, people couldn't be bothered to deal with kind of prepping meals when they're in the middle of trying to survive and make sure everybody's safe. So that's some of the ways that it can show itself. You can also be more irritable, um, more snappy, less patient, uh, sadness, like all of those things that we would expect. Um Will it resolve on its own? I guess if if you're somebody thinking, you know, I mean, is this something that can have long term effects? Like you, like you, I know you said you deal with some some firefighters and some first responders, and we're all very familiar with the PTSD that they face. Mm -hmm. Is there a risk of that for people in your position, doctor? Uh, Yeah, I would say so, but I would say that it is. um, That's not a common experience. It's it. 
for the short term, we, like we would expect all these things, they could last a, even a couple of weeks, right? Um, particularly if you've been evacuated or if you've been close to the flame or you have a loved one or, or something like that. We wouldn't worry too much about these types of responses in the short term, uh, even up to a month, to be honest. Like, it, it's just very stressful, right? And and smelling smoke, like all those kind of triggers that people would have for the, the little while after that. It would really be after, you know, four or five weeks if it didn't go away or if it intensified or if it started to impair your life in some ways, right? Like it started to impact you going to work mm-hmm. or school or um, social situations, then then we'd be more concerned. Certainly PTSD or a trauma response can happen. The, the probability isn't zero. But I just want to reassure everybody that that's not expected for okay. everybody. Like most people have, you know, kind of the psychological and, and physiological mechanisms to, to cope and, and they'll be taxed during this time but but most people will be able to recover so we've got uh, roughly 25 30,000 people from the Northwest Territories currently somewhere in Alberta evacuated to mm-hmm. somewhere in Alberta uh, I, and I know there's uh, probably some that are listening right now w- what can they do I mean to, is there things you can do on your own to try and alleviate some of that stress and anxiety that they're obviously going through which is like you say totally normal but can you do anything to help mm-hmm. yourself Yeah, I mean, I think really basically like breathing and a lot of people kind of uh, over or underestimate how helpful that can be. But in a stressful situation, like your your body goes into a stress response and it starts to have these automatic, you know, physiological changes and it, it gets you ramped up and gets you prepared for threat, essentially, right? It's a survival mechanism, uh, which is fine if you're running away from the fire. But if you're safe and you're in an evacuation center and your autonomic nervous system is still ramped up, literally deep breathing can start to claw back that system. It can start to ground you. It can start to to, to kind of switch into a more relaxation mode. Now, I'm not saying you're going to be totally zen, but just in terms of trying to regulate that heart rate, trying to get your breathing under control, at the very basic level, like that's something that everybody can do, and you don't need any space to do it, right? You can do it wherever. Yeah. So that's something kind of that people can implement immediately. Um, the other things that I have talked about and have, again, utilized myself is, taking a news break. It's incredibly hard to do. Uh, It's so hard, right? We can literally watch this thing play out minute by minute now with how much access we have. And it's tempting. It's very, very tempting. But taking a news break is really important. A social media break. I mean, it's incredible, the community that I have experienced in the last 24 hours, but it's also, you know, kind of witnessing the panic of your neighbors and those sorts of things. And and that that can kind of create a um, contagious anxiety, right? So we just want to be really careful and, and make sure that you're just pacing that and not overdoing it because that can actually contribute to more anxiety. Uh, last one, and I really appreciate you being here. What if you're somebody in your position? Like, what have mm-hmm. you done uh, knowing that this could happen? There could be the knock on the door saying, okay, Dr. Keating, time to go. Um, can you prepare ahead of time knowing that you may find yourself in that position that will make it easier for you should that come? Yeah, you bet. So one of the biggest things, I guess, overall is thinking about what you can control and what you can't, right? So we don't have control of the weather, we don't have control of the wind, all those sorts of things. But 
you know, when we, even before we got the alert, to be honest, like we were thinking about how we needed to prepare. We had had a, a fire kind of plan from years past, but this is not new That's for right, the Okanagan. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and we executed it yesterday. So my spouse and I, we had uh, got all our, you know, important things that we needed to, passports, medications, all of that, and, um, you know, loaded up everything we needed to. We can go at a moment's notice if we get that knock on our door. And, you know, it leaves you feeling that you've done something, you've prepared as best you can, uh, and you don't feel as helpless. Exactly. Uh, the, the other thing that I would say that's really helpful for people is um, helping others, right? And so some people feel really helpless and they don't, that that makes them more anxious. And yep. so, you know, if your neighbor needs help loading up or whatever, right? I've seen so many offers of help and support people offering to come from Kelowna with their trucks and their their trailers to help people get out. And it's just been like that stuff can be helpful, obviously, for the people getting the help, but also for the helpers. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, keep you busy. They always say it's a good thing to do. Uh, Doctor, amazing. Thank you, thank you so much. Stay safe. Uh, I hope it goes well for you in the next uh, few days here, uh, but I can't thank you enough for joining us this morning. Thank you so much, and I just want to thank all the emergency service personnel and all the firefighters. They had a really rough night last night, and we have deep gratitude for all their continued work and support, the RCMP as well. We we would not be here without them. Doctor, uh, you said it all. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day.